NXT 2.0, the go-home show for NXT's Halloween Havoc is in the books. Um, we learned some things. They did some things. Um, it was a bit uh, bizarre. Some of the things that I saw on this show. Nonetheless, it was it was an okay show. Um, and I think Carmelo Hayes is the biggest star in NXT. Now, I know a lot of people think that Braun Breaker is the biggest star, but mm, nah, mm-mm. It's Carmelo Hayes 100%. Carmelo Hayes <clears throat> is confident, maybe cocky at times, maybe, um, but I, I would say more confident. Um, him and Trick Williams, when they opened up the show, um, you know, they both, even Trick, Trick, I felt more controlled. Um, and most certainly, you could say that you're the shit. You could say that you're number one. You could say that you're, you, 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 okay, for example, you know how when Miz says that he is the most must-see WWE champion of all time? Think about that. He says that with such confidence, like he believes himself when he says that. He doesn't say it like he's trying to get people to believe them. No, he's saying it like, like he believes himself, like that's it. Like what he says, that's it. You know, whether whether other people want to believe it or not, he believes it. So that means that he is the most must-see WWE champion of all time. So I say that to say this. Carmelo Hayes um, already from jump being the new NXT North American champion, saying that he's wearing the A title. And saying that he doesn't care how, how anybody feels about it, not Champa, not management, or the fans. I think that that says a lot. And it's not just what he said, it's how he said it. I pay attention to those things a lot. It's how these wrestlers go about saying what they say, whether it's, whether it's from them, whether it's you know a written promo, whatever the case may be. I don't believe it unless... They they sound and look believable. Um, I believe I skipped over my intro, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Within the Ropes. I am your host, the host, Brian Tronic, and this is the NXT 2.0 review. But like I was saying, when Melo says um, when he shoots, he don't miss, I feel that. I, 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 I see that he means that when I look at him when he's um, when he's saying that, when he's out there doing his promos. So that's 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 great. Um, and that's not that's no I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to knock on Braun Breaker or anything like that. But I don't know for my ideal superstar, for my ideal, uh, you, you, you know, number one when it comes to a uh, wrestling program, I'm going with Carmelo Hayes all the way, especially like I said, Trick Williams, he seemed more controlled um, and, and absolutely confident in what he was saying. I know y'all feel and understand what he's saying now. There was a lot of people making fun of Trick Williams and was acting like they couldn't understand what he was saying. But I bet you understand him now. Uh-huh. But um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <clears throat> we saw the return of Johnny Gargano, Johnny wrestling himself, as he came out and interrupted the Melobration 
to introduce himself to Carmelo Hayes and congratulate him. Gargano actually challenged Carmelo Hayes to a match. And then Trick Williams says, hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to worry about your daughter. Talking about Andy Hartwell, right? He said because she's been in Carmelo's DMs for weeks. And then, of course, at that point, everybody starts laughing. Carmelo's laughing. Trick Williams laughing. Gargano's laughing. And Carmelo Hayes is like, yo, that's your daughter, bro. And then Johnny says, you know what? You're right. And, and that's my son-in-law. And then they turn around, and, and then there's Dexter Loomis, and he attacks Trick Williams, and then he was able to get away with the help of Carmelo Hayes. Now, listen, this standoff, this, this altercation, this, this situation between Johnny Gargano and Carmelo Hayes, what better way to elevate um, or put Carmelo Hayes in position to be a top star in NXT uh, main event caliber player than to have him go up against Johnny Gargano. I think it's perfect. It's a perfect match. I, I, I Listen, they're going to tear whatever ring, where, no matter the place, no matter the time, they're going to tear that ring apart. We're going to get great wrestling out of the both of them. Um, I'm hoping we see the return of Johnny wrestling, right? You know, and, and, and you know, all this way stuff can kind of be put to the side, at least for now, because he's all alone. Andy's off doing her thing. She has her own tag team partner now. Um, Candice LeRae, she's pregnant. So got to go back to, to how it started in NXT for Johnny Gargano. Um, but I like the opening segment. Like I said, it's great to see Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams on this shit. It's great to see that uh, the higher-ups obviously trust and they, you know, whether they're starting a show with them or ending the show with them. And honestly, obviously, they're not going to be, like, ending the show with him probably a lot considering we have Braun Breaker and he's probably going to be the next um, NXT champion. But it was great to see. Um, we got Odyssey Jones going up against uh, Andre Chase. Odyssey Jones will pick up the win after a big standing frog splash. I like this match. Odyssey Jones, big fan favorite, has got uh, huge ovations every single time from the moment he stepped foot in NXT uh, up till now. So, again, I think that that's another um, – he could be another Keith Lee-like favorite in NXT, to, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm excited for what's to come for Odyssey Jones. Andre Chase uh, sort of reminds me of someone who, you know, could really wrestle. Um, but it's kind of stuck with a gimmick right now, um, which doesn't require much wrestling, um, more entertainment, less wrestling. Uh, and it's scary in the state of in the state of WWE right now. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, we got Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly kicking it in the woods, hanging out, bonding as a team, um, <clears throat> sitting by a campfire. I don't know what the hell they were doing. I don't know what the occasion was. Kyle O'Reilly pulled up on Von Wagner on a bike talking about, yo, get your bike. I don't know if they were going to go mountain riding or whatever. But we're finally seeing some development um, or some progression um, with the Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly story other than the old, you know, generic, hey, I got your back. You got my back. Watch my back. Da -da 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 -da. You know, all that crap. We're finally getting some 
character development out of Von Wagner. There was a lot of people that shitted on Von Wagner when he first showed up on the first episode of NXT 2.0, and partially, rightfully so, because no one really knew who the hell he was, and here he is getting a championship opportunity. So it's a it's a it's a weird um, it's a weird uh, decision to do that. But I'm glad, like I said, some character development. He's talking more. He's getting more of a style to him. We're starting to really understand who Von Wagner really is. I think he needs some some doper ring gear. The ring gear that he wore in that NXT Championship match uh, was trash. But hey, I like it. He seems comfortable. Right, he doesn't seem out of place. I know some people thought he was out of place, but no, to me, he seems very, very comfortable. Kyle O'Reilly is the perfect person to put him with. I think Kyle is, has come into his own, and um, but I, it it makes me worried even for Kyle though. And and hear me out. <clears throat> Does the higher ups believe that Kyle O'Reilly can do this on his own, or? Are they not confident in him? Therefore, they're putting him with someone of the likes of Von Wagner. Is he with Von Wagner because they trust him and they believe that he could elevate Von Wagner? Because, you know, there's, there's guys out there that are put in these situations to elevate, to help other superstars, right? So I don't know if this is a, hey, we'll put Kyle O'Reilly with Wagner. He'll elevate him. He'll give him some legitimacy, and <clears throat> he'll make him you know, a staple in this uh, company. Or is he with Kyle O'Reilly, or I'm sorry, or, or is Kyle O'Reilly with Von Wagner because they don't trust Kyle O'Reilly on his own and they sort of need him to be with somebody, so they stuck him with Von Wagner. I don't know. And Kyle O'Reilly is likable. Like, people like him, so you, 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 you stick Von Wagner with, with him, you know, people are going to automatically like Von Wagner. I, I don't know. It's multiple things. It, it could be a multitude of things um, as to why, you know, they're sticking him with Von or putting Von with him, whatever. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. Um, we get the Creed brothers going up against Imperium, and the Creed brothers listen. <clears throat> Probably my top, they're in my top five tag teams in all of wrestling. Right now, um, these two are badass. They they re- they can really wrestle. Um, I think they they fit this new version of NXT 2.0 very well. Um, and listen, you put the Creed brothers up against Imperium or anybody against Imperium for that matter, and it's gonna be a banger. This was a good match. Up until the shenanigans finish in which, um, you know, uh, Jiro and Kushida run down to ringside and they attack uh, the Diamond Mine. And then um, Imperium got the roll-up win uh, over Julius. I believe it was uh, Bartel got the roll-up win on Julius. And they got the win. And then, of course, after the match, MSK came out and they attacked Imperium. To a large amount of booze. And I'm still trying to figure out and wonder, like, what is the deal with the fans in MSK? What's the disconnect there? Because they, they're, they're nice guys. They're likable guys. What, what's the problem? 
What's the problem? I don't get it. <clears throat> but MSK came out, and obviously that's obviously to set up the the tag title match between Imperium and MSK at Halloween Havoc. So um, I can almost guarantee you that Imperium are going to be the ones to take those titles from MSK at Halloween Havoc. We might have saw, you know, the last time MSK wears those NXT tag titles. And it could be because of the fan reception. I mean, they boo them. They boo them. They, they were chanting, you suck at MSK. Like, that's crazy to me. What did they do? I'm trying to think. Like, did they do something? No, they didn't do anything. They've just been fighting and working hard. Every match that they've been in, they give us 120%. So I don't, I don't get it, man. But it is what it is. We get Joe Gacy on the show, and I was pretty excited about this. I am of the minority of people who actually enjoy and like the Joe Gacy character. Um, He basically says that he's going to speak, and he's going to speak up for the disenfranchised. And he asks us to take his hand, and then all of a sudden, Harlan appears, and he touches Gacy's hand, sort of like through a glass or something like that. Almost like Harlan was in jail, and Gacy came to see him, and they, they they had a phone call, you know, something like that. Um. I don't have a problem with this, guys. I, I, I get it, you know. Not honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't get it. I don't get why so many people have an issue with it. I'm all for characters, edgy characters, characters that are gonna, you know, make people feel uncomfortable at times. I mean, when you watch a TV show, and some there's a serial killer or a gangster or something. And, it makes you feel uncomfortable, like, man, I wouldn't want to fuck with that dude, or man, I hate this dude, or oh my God, this dude's a jerk, or an asshole, or a bitch, or whatever. Like, these are characters, guys, and I know that some people say, well, this character sucks. Well, you're supposed to think it sucks. You're not supposed to think it's the greatest thing in the world. You're supposed to think it sucks. You're not supposed to like Joe Gacy. <sighs> <clears throat> I'm moving on. Um, Legado del Fantasma are in the ring, and Escobar says that Hayes was lucky last week, um, you know, capturing the NXT North American Championship. But uh, he said he promises to make sure Hayes' luck runs out. Listen, man, Carmelo, he got Gargano and Loomis on one side. He got Legado del Fantasma on the other. I mean, does that not scream a champion? A title, obviously it does. You got one guy going after Champa for that NXT championship while there's two guys going after Carmelo Hayes. Little Carmelo Hayes. He just chilling, you know? But I'm glad that they're continuing the importance of even Gargano when he came out. <clears throat> you know, says that he's held, he's held that title more than anyone. and you know, talks about how, obviously, for Gargano to go straight back and say he wants a shot at that makes it seem important, makes it feel important. So I wish they would treat the Intercontinental Championship like that over on the main roster, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, Escobar says that uh, Electra Lopez has something to say, but before she can even say anything, Core Jade makes her entrance. CJ comes on out, and Lopez is not... Happy and <clears throat> of course we're gonna get a good old match 
old Core Jade going up against Electra Lopez. Lopez started tossing Jade all over the ring. Uh, Jade manages to find a, a roll-up and rolls her up for the one, two, three, and, and steals a win um, for the second time in a row. And I don't know what story they're trying to tell with this, but hey, I'm all for it. I like CJ. I like Core Jade. We didn't see um, her boyfriend out there at all during this episode. I was a little concerned about that. But nonetheless, Core Jade picked up the victory. Electra Lopez needs to, uh, I don't know, figure it out, <laughs> you know? Um, we got Il Shirai versus uh, Persia Parada. Parada? I, I don't know how to say that name. Uh, and versus JC Jame. And the winner gets to spin the wheel um, to figure out what match, what kind of match they're going to have at Halloween Havoc. And um, JC Jane ended up getting hurt. During this match, after attempting a dive, so she kind of got, you know, she walked to the back. She was out for the majority of this match. Um, so it was just Shirai and Persia. Um, obviously, Il Shirai would pick up the victory. She hit her uh, moonsault for the win. And then she would spin the wheel, her and Zoe Stark, after the match. And it landed on a stairway to hell ladder match. So that's right. We're getting a triple threat ladder match between all three teams. The um, Shirai and Stark, uh, Persia and, uh, um, uh, what the hell's her name? Um, Andy and then, um, Toxic Attraction. So should be a good match. We get a backstage little hoorah with, uh, Kushida and Jiro, uh, going back in time, whatever. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo had a match, quick finish, picks up the victory. After the match, Samantha asked D'Angelo if he knows anything about Mark, the producer, uh, the producer of um, Lash Legends show, lashing out, disappearing. D'Angelo tells her to forget about it. He gives her some cash. He said, buy yourself something nice and forget about it. Of course, he's super over with the crowd. So, yeah, cool, I guess. I mean, I'm not as high on um, Tony D'Angelo as everybody else is. I honestly think he's a little bit overhyped. Let's wait and see how this pans out, guys. Okay, you guys don't want to give Joe Gacy a chance. You guys don't want to give MSK a chance. You guys, (coughs) excuse me, you guys don't want to give Carmelo A's a chance. Trick Williams a chance. But we're hoorahing over a guy that, never mind. I'm just, I'm chilling. I like him. I'm just talking trash. Uh, Grayson Waller versus L.A. Knight. Winner gets to host Halloween Havoc. L.A. Knight, of course, would pick up that victory. So he is going to be the host of Halloween Havoc. I'm pretty sure we're going to get some funny skits with him. Other members of the NXT roster. Ch- uh, Chucky is going to be in the building. So that should be great. And then we finally get to the main event, Tommaso Ciampa, Braun Breaker versus, versus the grizzled young veterans. Um, can they coexist? Were they able to coexist? Yeah, they got the job done. Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker pick up the win. Braun Breaker hits his finisher um, and was able to put the match away. He yells at Ciampa and he says he'll see him next week. Um, and then even after, I believe it was backstage, you told him to hold on to that championship tight 
because he's going to rip it straight from him. So, <clears throat> I mean, if if this whole situation doesn't scream, just hand Braun Breaker the championship, I don't know what does. I believe everyone is anticipating Braun Breaker becoming the new NXT champion for NXT 2.0. So it's not a matter of uh, when. It's more of a matter of hurry. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also uh, Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano uh, invited Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams to uh, come to the open house if you want your championship back. He says, you want this back. It was like a picture all drawn out. You want this back, meet us here. Halloween Havoc, open house. So should have some interesting uh promos and you know uh segments and everything for next week next week we're also going to have a lashing out segment uh the in-ring debut of uh, solo sokoa the brother of the usos um he's making his debut at halloween havoc um whoever this is that's cutting that's doing these gravesite vignettes I'm thinking it's either Ember Moon or Dakota Kai. They're going to show up next week at Halloween Havoc. So it's a pretty stacked show uh, on top of um, we got the Stairway to Hell ladder match. We got the NXT Women's Championship, Mandy Rose against Raquel Gonzalez. MSK defending the NXT tag titles against Imperium. Um, Tommaso Ciampa going up against Braun Breaker. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited for it. L.A. Knight's the host, a.k.a. L.A. Fright. So that should be good, and I'm I'm excited for it. But that's it. That's all I got for NXT. Um, like I said, it wasn't the best show, but <clears throat> I wouldn't say it was bad either. You know, they have their ups and downs. I believe they're trying to put everybody in place um, to have something to do. And I believe they're doing a decent job at that. Like I said, with Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly, the progression in that story and relationship. Um, Tony D'Angelo, they've obviously got to get something going with him. I mean, unless they're going to have him just beat up, you know, jobbers for the next few months. I don't know what's next with him. Um, Sokoa, whenever he comes, whatever's, maybe he'll be the Braun Breaker's next challenger. Who knows? And this is just anticipating that Braun Breaker's going to defeat Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, so it's exciting. It's exciting. It should be fun. I'm curious as to why the North American Championship isn't on the line at Halloween Havoc, but they've got a stacked card already. And again, this is TV. This is not like a takeover or pay-per-view on the network. So, you know, they're strict. They're restricted to two hours. But I don't know. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, that's going to be it for the NXT review. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, make sure you guys follow the show on all social media platforms at Within the Ropes, Twitter and Instagram to be specific. Listen, I'm almost, I've almost got 700 followers on the Within the Ropes Twitter page. So make sure y'all follow that. If you're not, if you're, if you're, if you're new and you're listening, please go over to Twitter. Um, follow the show at Within the Ropes. Follow me at Brian Tronic. Um, Whatever platform you're listening on, if you're able to leave a review, leave a review. Let me know what you like about the show. Let me know what you don't like about the show. Um, I'm probably going to have some 
some some changes coming to the show hopefully pretty soon um i've been really slow on like the flagship episodes i've been doing um make sure you guys go check out the latest though the latest flagship episode episode six um i'll probably be doing something for seven here um in a couple of days so stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned um i appreciate y'all listening like i said um i'm gonna drop a uh crown jewel little crown jewel predictions preview so stay tuned for that stay locked in um and then i'll 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 do a, a crown jewel review after crown jewel is all wrapped up and done with and then um i'll be back friday for smackdown and then saturday for dynamite so it's gonna be even more content for the rest of the week um so get ready stay tuned and uh wrestling fans have a good night or day whenever you're listening to this i'm recording this through in the day so i guess not night have a good one